Happy Aloha Friday, everyone, and welcome back to the CO2 Rundown. I'm your host, Chad Owens, and oh, I've been waiting on this one. Uh, this is an exciting segment, show. We did a fun activity, an unbelievable interview, and I cannot wait for you guys to check this one out. And like we always do, let's dive on in to the CO2 Rundown. In 1982, the University of Hawaii's Sports Circle of Honor was established. This was to recognize both individuals and teams uh, who contributed to the growth, history, and tradition of UH athletics. And Stephen Tsai has an article in today's Honolulu Star Advertiser highlighting this year's inductees, um, Colt Brennan, Robert Kekaula, Edwin Wong and Amber Kaufman. Congratulations. Uh, congratulations to your families. And we just want to say thank you for everything that you've done for the university and for the state of Hawaii and sports in general. I just want to send my condolences to the Saipa'ia family. Uh, we lost a legend on Monday, former Punahou uh, basketball star and for many, Hawaii's best athlete ever, Ia Saipa'ia, had in the state title, the state championship game in 1975, scored 38 points, which was a record for that game, that finals game. And so, um, yeah, man, it, it's a lot of athletes, a lot of people make tremendous impacts. We talked about the UH Circle of Honor, and in this moment, want to honor Ia Saipa'ia as uh, we lost a legend on Monday. So again, sending my condolences to the family and um, rest in paradise, brother. A few more University of Hawaii athletes struck an endorsement deal. Um, amongst those are two Rainbow Wahine volleyball players, Brooke Van Sickle and Amber Ajita. Also, men's basketball player Samuta Avea. What do they all have in common besides being great athletes, they all play in the Simplify Arena at the Stan Sheriff Center. That's right, the Bank of Hawaii uh, bought rights to that name and so that's who they're partnering with, the Bank of Hawaii. And there's no details on that, uh, you know, how much they're getting paid or, or that. But look, you can dive a little deeper into that story by Dave Reardon, today's Honolulu Star Advertiser. Make sure you guys check it out. And Congratulations, you guys. Keep taking advantage of, of that new rule. All right, and tomorrow's game between the University of Hawaii Rainbow Warrior football team and Portland State. In this one, Hawaii has the edge. We're at home. Right? We're, we're going to bounce back from UCLA. We're at home. We got to win at home. But the interesting thing about this, and this is, I think, even more so why we have the edge. Portland State, they've played one game, and this is only an exhibition game, in the springtime, in two years. So their game day, game playing experience has been a long time coming. So for them, I know they're excited, right? But, man, experience goes a long way, and so I got to, hey, we're going to pull for our boys, right? But I, I, on the flip side, I'm happy to see a program 
being able to play again. I'm happy to see those guys, uh, th those players from Portland State have an opportunity to do what they love. So uh, wishing hey, both teams nothing but the best, having a healthy, a healthy game, and uh, at, at the end of the day, <laughs> let's go Bows. And this is the moment I've been waiting for, and I'm going to dive right into this thing. I had an opportunity to sit with the Shoji brothers, um, man, Olympians, all around amazing people, and yeah, <laughs> histories, man. These guys are part of legendary, you know, Coach Dave Soji, right, his sons doing big things, and I had a chance to sit down with these guys and have a fun little activity or two. Check it out. Aloha everyone, Chad Owens here, and this is the CO2 Rundown. Man, I got the distinct pleasure of being here on this beautiful afternoon with the Soji brothers. I got Eric Thomas Soji, we're going to talk about that in a minute, and I got Kavika Tenefis. Tenefis Soji. I appreciate the assistance there because that's what I want to talk about, man. You got the Tenefis and Thomas as middle names, uh, first of all. Tenefis. Like, tell us about that's that. That's my mom's maiden name. It's Norwegian background. Uh, you're going to have to bring them on the show next to ask why I got all of the exotic cool names. <laughs> well, you got a couple honks for that because yeah. that's, that's hella cool. Thomas, pretty just standard. Just third kid. They forgot about me. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't get too creative, they didn't get too creative. with you. Well, look, uh, man, guys, Shoji. When I think of volleyball in Hawaii, that name comes to mind, right? Legendary coach Dave Shoji and his sons here. You know, just got done with the Olympics, two-time Olympians. Man, first of all, Shoji, legendary. I talked to you guys before this. That name, when did it even occur to you guys that legacy and what and what your dad meant to this entire state and and the, and the volleyball as a whole in the country oh i mean we grew up going to every uh sports and volleyball was our thing obviously i think probably around high school we realized like you know our dad's a name he is the face of volleyball in this state uh we look around we, we see beach we see grass we see indoor and we think of our dad and he started volleyball here it's a, it's a cultural thing here in hawaii and i think he's part of the reason for that yeah beaks yeah, going to Aloha Stadium, watching you back in the day, <laughs> you know, making the stand shake a little bit, and you go around and, oh, hey, coach, hey, coach, hey, coach, left and right, you know, yeah. and it was it was awesome to experience that culture at all the different sporting events. Um, you start to realize he's a very familiar, friendly face in the community and, and how much him and, and our family, but especially the sport of volleyball, is loved in, in these islands. Yeah, loved it is, man, and we loved the fact that you guys were representing the United States, but representing Hawaii in this year's Tokyo Olympics, man. Talk to the people about that experience. Yeah, very unique. I think after Rio, we didn't really know what to expect. A lot of COVID protocols, a lot of masks, a lot of tests, um, but amazing experience. You know, we were there representing Hawaii, our country. Couldn't ask for anything more, especially in the sport of volleyball. And you know, we did our thing. Unfortunately, it didn't end as well as we wanted to, but the experience is there, and we're proud to represent our state and the U.S. for sure. Amazing. Yeah, you know, it's it's just a crazy experience, especially what what's going on around the world and how much this pandemic has touched everyone's lives. And so that 
added a little bit of kind of uncertainty and difficulty. But like Eric said, tremendous experience, awesome to meet other athletes in the village. It's especially special to know how much pride and joy we bring to the people and to the kids here. I think we really felt that, especially after the loss, people were heartbroken with us. And, and that touched us because we realized like, wow, we're, we're representing a lot of people and they're with us on this journey. Um, and it, it was just a special thing to give the people of Hawaii that type of pride, and especially the kids too. The kids love Olympics, you know? Oh yeah, it's, it's exciting. It's where they wanna be. And you know, you touched on something. And, and I speak on adversity a lot. You know, making it to the elite level as a pro, national player, Olympics is, is tough. And then you, add, you sprinkle in an extra layer of adversity this year at, at the Olympics. And I talked about this on one of my segments on the show, the resilience of professional elite level athletes. And all the athletes at this year's Olympics showed tremendous resilience. And to me, as a former professional elite level athlete myself, I really looked at that and was like, man, wow, like, that's amazing. Like, I, it's tough, but I've, I, in my career, never had to go through that kind of adversity. And you guys all still showed up each and every day. You guys competed, you guys worked hard. And to me, that's the true inspiration for all of us here in Hawaii, all of you young, aspiring athletes, volleyball players, every sport, it takes resilience and it takes a tremendous focus and mindset to get to that level. And even at that level, you're going to experience difficulties. So just wanted to commend you guys on that, man. And we, we appreciate you guys and we're so proud of that. All right. So obviously you guys are back home in Hawaii getting to enjoy some downtime. But I noticed not too often. Talk to, talk to us about why you guys don't get to come and enjoy home very often. You got that. Okay, we both play professionally overseas because that's where we make most of our money. We don't have an indoor professional league in America, so we all go overseas to Asia or Europe. And then if you're on the Olympic team, you come home and you play in the summers on the Olympic team. So there's a summer season and a winter season. Therefore, no unfortunately, off no off season and no only a couple of weeks at home a year usually. Okay, that's awesome. Well, look, I know you guys are enjoying it while here. So, so when you guys do have this downtime, what do you guys like to do while home other than eating the local kind grinds? Because we know that's that's top of the list. That's a great question because nothing else. This guy nothing else. <laughs> this guy spends half a day doing his TikToks on local foods. TikToks TikToks? Hey, how can they follow you? Let them know. Cause I heard you got about three hundred thousand followers and you are a guru on TikTok. What is it? Hi everyone. <laughs> You can follow me on TikTok at, at the libero, like my position in volleyball. Yep. Wow. The libero. No, no, it's the, the only one out there in the whole world. The libero. Wow, I that love is it. The, that is the name. Okay, well, other than doing TikToks and eating local foods, what else is there, Veeks? We got the beach. I got the golf courses. I like that in my downtime. Clears the head a you little bit. Go play. Let's go. Okay. Next episode. Oh, they, 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 they want to be back on. We, we will see them back on because there's golf, there's ping pong we're talking about. There's a lot of things we're going to be doing together. We, we got some other stuff coming. We got some other stuff today. coming. Uh, and speaking about what's coming, what's next? You guys are headed to Turkey? Yep. Right? I'm going to go play in the Turkish League over there. I'm contemplating retirement in the next year or so. We'll see. But so if you got a job out there, let me know. <laughs> Hit them up. And Eric, you are going to be getting ready. You're still in the grind mode. You're in, a, you're in it. You got another Olympics 
to prepare for, which is coming up in 2024. Yeah, like Kavika, I'll be heading to Poland uh, this season for my 10th professional season. Kavika's going on 12, Woo! three years to Paris. So gonna keep grinding, going for that and hopefully making that one. Man, that's unbelievable. Well, look, man, enough talk. I know you guys are waiting. You guys seen the volleyball court behind me. It's the beach volleyball, we out here. We're gonna see how elite I can be in volleyball. I've been talking that to these boys, so I got to get it. Uh, that's it. So let's jump on into the sand. Let's, let's get it. You guys seen that, right? Um, that was fun. I got a little action. I got, I got spiked on. And let me tell you, that thing was some heat. But I'm, we're gonna transition into something where I think I have a little bit better chance. Spike ball. Let's go. All right. Like I said, man, we transitioned over to spike ball. We're gonna do a little, little mini tournament. By myself, Kaviks, Eric. Eric, is Eric the champ? Is he the? Thinks he's the champ. So. Okay, so, so the winner of this takes on Eric, the champ. Uh, we're gonna play up to three. Uh, but the difference is, because it's one-on-one, -on -one, we get to touch the ball three times? If you want. Yeah, if you want, right before you hit it back on the net. So we're gonna get in. I'm the defending CO2 rundown champion, so I'm trying to defend my crown right Underdog. now. Underdog. Although we've Underdog. never played spike ball on this show ever before. So anyway, let's get started. Confidence in the ability 
to really spike that thing, you know, like, like he does this every day. You know, myself, Deeks, we kind of had to almost finesse it to make sure we get on the net, but the champ himself, the liberal, Eric Thomas Shoji, showed everyone why he's the spike ball champ. Man, hey, look, I just want to thank the Shoji brothers for coming up and showing out today on the Seal to Run Dog. Guys, thank you so much. Uh, the champ, Kubiks, uh, we got to let them know how to follow you. I'm at KShoji7 on all my social handles. Come yeah, and reach out. Let's you guys go. All the best. Let's go. Thank you guys so much. And guys, good luck, man. See you next time. Yeah, no, no, yeah, let's go. Oh, let's go. And that is it for today's show. I want to thank you all so much for tuning in. I had a blast on this Aloha Friday segment. Hope you guys enjoyed that Shoji segment. I uh, had some fun with you boys. Thanks, guys, again, man. I had a blast out there. Literally had a blast. And look, I hope you guys are going to enjoy your Labor Day weekend. I'm off on Monday. So what that means, I'm going to see you all come next week. Hump Day Wednesday. Aloha.